Hi, I'm Phil Newman and welcome to the Impact Online podcast. We are so glad you're here. Well, hey everyone, I want to start by wishing everyone a very happy Father's Day and Honestly, Father's Day uh, is all about honouring the people, the men who have mentored us, sown into our lives, that have helped us be the people that we're called to be. But look, it isn't, we don't want to gloss over the fact that for some people, Father's Day can be a challenging day. Maybe there is strain or conflict in your relationship with your father. Maybe this is your first Father's Day where your dad has slipped into eternity. But today, let us just really take this moment to bring an honor and a love and a gratitude for the men that we can look up to, the men that have made a difference in our lives, in our communities, in our world. And I hope that today as we kind of unpack what it is to be a father, that look, every one of us can take these principles and grow in our understanding of who God is, grow in our understanding of our responsibility and authority and opportunity to really help serve our world as our Heavenly Father has served us. So no matter where you are on your faith journey, no matter what your father experience is, I think today, this Father's Day, we can all take these principles and take a step forward together. Father's Day is the day that we buy all these presents. You might have bought your dad a bunch of things, but you know, the number one gift in the world for Father's Day is a necktie. And I was surprised when I read that because I don't really remember the last time I wore a necktie, but apparently neckties are the most purchased Father's Day present. In our world, there are 1.5 billion fathers around the world. 1.5 billion. And if you're a dad, I want to tell you that those 1.5 billion fathers that you're doing this fathering journey alongside of are all holding on by their fingertips and hoping and praying that they can do as good a job as possible. You're not on this journey alone. You know, Father's Day, it was invented in 1910 by Sonora Smart Dodd, who wanted a special day to honor her father, William Smart, a widowed Civil War veteran. And so she set aside this day, created this day where she could bring honor to her father and it spread around the world as a day to bring honor and value to dads. One in five Australians are dads. In Australia, there are 156,000 single parent dads. And that's why I think it's so important to understand that Father's Day isn't one dimensional. Father's Day is an incredible, well-rounded, incredible, deep principle and thought that can help us understand more about God, help us understand more about ourselves, help us understand more about our relationships. And my hope and prayer today is that as we look at fathering, that we'd each take a step forward. You know, the word teaches us, Jesus starts the Lord's prayer by teaching us our Father in heaven. You know, being a father, it's core, core to the Christian faith. We are adopted into our Father's family through Jesus. We aren't called to spectate, to watch, to operate like a foster child, to operate like a slave in a household. We are called and adopted through Jesus to be sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father. And so today I want you to grab your Bibles and turn to Hosea 14.3. Hosea 14.3, it says, Assyria cannot save us and we will not mount war horses. We will never again say our gods to what our own hands have made 
for in you the fatherless find compassion. We will never again say our gods to what our own hands have made because for in you the fatherless find compassion. These people had been looking for fathering and family and acceptance and embracing through things that they had made for themselves. They had labeled these things gods, had labeled these things, uh, things of influence and power and into their hearts and over their hearts and lives. But they said, enough's enough. We, have, we know that we're not going to call you our gods anymore. We're not going to look to you anymore because it's in God that the fatherless find compassion. In the Amplified Version, it says, For in you the fatherless find love and compassion and mercy. Remember that whatever you are looking for in life, you can find it in your heavenly Father. Don't let any other voices distract you, but remember that you can find what you're looking for in your heavenly Father. Three questions for today's message and time together. Number one, what sort of father are you looking for? What sort of father are you looking for as functional and or dysfunctional as your earthly, family, fatherly relationships are? Step back and look, what's, what is driving your search? What is driving your ambition? What is driving your sense of purpose in life? What sort of father are you looking for? These people in Hosea had decided to call something father had decided to call something, you're going to be my God. And they had made idols. Maybe it was an object. Maybe it was a statue. Maybe it was a shrine. Maybe it was a religious place. And they thought, great, this is it. This is what we're going to treat like a God. We're going to esteem it like a father. We're going to worship it like a father. We're going to relate to it like a father. We're going to trust in it like a father. We're going to open up to it like a father, only to be disappointed. Only for that trust, that esteem, that honor, that value, that dignity that they had placed in whatever this thing was that they had called a God, that they had looked for as a father, they arrived at nothing. You know, you know those, uh, those, I guess, moments in movies, maybe you've had this moment in real life where a father or a stepfather is trying to bring some discipline and correction and this little kid will stand up and say those words that honestly are such a reaction and honestly could be so hurtful. You're not my real dad. You're not my real dad. Well, these people are got to the point where they were constantly being disappointed, constantly being let down, not finding the love and affection and embrace and identity and purpose and future that they knew that a God would give them. They, they, they weren't finding this in these idols and they stood up and they said, I'm never gonna call you dad again. You're not my real dad. You look good, you sound good, you, 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 you're attractive to me, you look like you, you tempted me, but enough's enough, I'm not gonna call you father anymore because it's in God that the fatherless find compassion. Question, what have you called father? It's so easy in life to look for a sense of support, embrace, identity, love from a whole range of things. Maybe you've called your career father. Maybe you've called your career father and you're looking to your career for a sense of identity. Maybe you call people father. Were you looking for a sense of love and embrace and 
peace from people. Yet they have good days and they have bad days. They let you down. They'll disappoint you, maybe even betray you. They certainly won't be perfect and consistent each and every day. Maybe you're looking at uh, uh, your experiences at father that I'm gonna, as a father, that I'm going to get my sense of strength and my sense of purpose from what I've been through, from my experiences. Well, what happens when you make mistakes? What happens when your flaws and your weaknesses come to the surface? Well, all of a sudden, your father has let you down. I wanted to remind you today that nothing can be the father to you that you're looking for other than your heavenly father. The question, what have you called Father? Or what are you looking for, for, as we read in Hosea, love and compassion and mercy? Hey, maybe you've got a wrong priority list with people and your career and your ministry, whatever it is. Those things are awesome. Those things are fantastic. Those things should be a gift to you and should be a source of things in your life, but not the source. They shouldn't be the top of the list. They aren't the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. There is only one Lord of Lords and only one King of Kings. And I encourage you today to be always honest with yourself about really what are my expectations that I'm, what are my expectations from the things in my life? And make sure that we are asking ourselves the right questions about our Father. Hey, number one, what sort of Father are you looking for? Make sure that you are only seeking that true source of fathering from your heavenly father. Number two, what sort of father are you speaking to? What sort of father are you speaking to? It says in Hosea, we will never ever again call you our gods. We will never ever again say, label you, speak to you as a God. All of a sudden this day, these people said enough's enough. I'm going to draw a line in the sand and I'm not going to speak to you the way I've been speaking to you. I've been speaking to you as a father when I should have been speaking to you as an idol. I've been speaking to you as a father where I should be speaking to you as a thing that I've made, as a thing with limitations. And that day, their sense of declaration and their sense of conversation and their sense of vulnerability and their sense of speech and language, it changed. Sometimes we speak wrong. Sometimes we use fatherly language. We create a fatherly relationship. We have a fatherly conversation with something that should never be a father. And we use the wrong conversation. What sort of father are you speaking to? You know, we should honestly praise our father. We should call on our father. We should boast about our father. When we get that revelation of our heavenly father, I tell you, it so changes our language. In Romans 8, we read this, for those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves. That's what religion would try to do. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, or by him we speak, or by him we have the conversation like, by him we have the language of, by him we have the declaration of Abba Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Look at that right there. It says, because of our adoption and our revelation of our heavenly father through Jesus, 
our language changes. I tell you, I think there are people who call Abba Father to certain things and people and places. And really, we have to understand that our speech, our praise, our boasting, who we call on for help, make sure that that is directed and spoken to our Heavenly Father. Number three. Number one, what sort of father are you looking for? What sort of father are you speaking to? And lastly, what sort of father are you personally receiving from? What sort of father are you receiving from? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, our little girl, Suki, turned four. And she and I, we've got a great little relationship. She's my absolute joy in my life. She's our little miracle. And we go and we hang out. We'll go to the park. We'll go to the cafe. We'll go, go and hang out and spend so much time. I love spending time with my daughter. Now, as her father, I am very interested and I am very involved in what or who influences her. You know, she goes to daycare and she'll hang out with friends and she'll do certain things. And all the whole time, Tam and I, we're watching. Tam and I, we're checking out. This season in her life, we are very, very intentional about what and who influences her. Her friends, her screen time, whether it's a TV or an iPad or an iPhone, our conversation subjects at home, the school that we're choosing for her, the fact that she comes to kids' church every week, all these things, as her father, I am very interested and very involved with what's influencing her. I'm guiding her and I'm guarding her and I'm making sure that I'm doing what I can do to be the gatekeeper to what feeds her little soul and her little spirit. She may think, oh look, it's just my daycare teacher. She doesn't realize that I've picked that teacher and that daycare very intentionally. She may think, oh, it's just Bluey the TV show and we're hanging out with Bluey and Bingo and Bandit and Chili and Snickers and, 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 and the list can go on, I, I won't. Anyway, uh, she might just think I'm hanging out with the Bluey TV show, but she not, doesn't realize that I've picked that TV show very intentionally. She may think, oh, it's just Zoe Ingram, my kids' church leader. She's hanging out, but she doesn't realize that I've picked intentionally to bring her to church every Sunday to spend time with great women like Zoe Ingram intentionally. As her father, I'm behind much more of it than she realizes, and obviously to Mia too. As her father, I'm behind most of it, much more of it, then she realizes. Now, in our lives, your father is behind so much of it. Question, what sort of father are you receiving from? You know, what sort of place, what sort of person are you looking to, to be your source? When it comes to the places, when it comes to the people, when it comes to the thoughts, when it comes to the opportunities, when it comes to the ministries, there are a whole lot of forces in life that are influencing a whole lot of forces in life that are trying to steer you and guide you and direct you and define you. But remember that in Romans, it teaches us that He works all things out together for the good of those who love Him and called according to His purpose. You know, what sort of father are you looking for? I wonder if these people in Hosea had gotten so over it when with these lower G gods 
that because they had realized these gods aren't doing anything for me. I hang out with these gods. I hang out with these idols. I hang out with these people. I hang out in these places and I walk away no better. I walk away less than. I walk away robbed from. I walk away in a worse place than when I was than I was before. And they went, no, you can't be my God. I don't want you as my God because when I draw from your well, I end up worse. Friends, I want to remind you and encourage you that you can never draw from your heavenly father's well, spending time with him through Jesus, spending time with him through the relationships and the connections and the places that his word so teaches us how to live and the guidelines and the boundaries and all that sort of stuff. You can never do it God's way and not end up better. He is the source. He is the way in our lives. If you don't yet know Jesus, if you don't know your heavenly father through Jesus, if you haven't experienced the forgiveness that Jesus has to offer, if you haven't experienced the grace, the peace in your heart that is only found in Jesus, I want to pray for you today. Maybe you once prayed this prayer, but for whatever reason, you've walked away from your relationship with God. It's time to come home to God. It's time to get your life right with God. Everyone has messed me included and it is only Jesus who can resolve it all. It is only Jesus who can bring a peace to it all and seal your place in heaven for eternity. I want to pray for you, Lord. I thank you for those who are getting their lives right for the first time or again. And I thank you, Lord, that you would forgive them of their mess, their sin and their shame. I thank you, Lord God, that today would be a day of days for them where their hearts and lives will be changed forever through Jesus Christ, amen. For us all, I pray that we wouldn't be looking to any lowercase g gods for a sense of fathering and a sense of support and a sense of compassion and love and mercy, but we get our eyes off those gods, off those idols, and we would get our eyes and hearts right back, firmly fixed on Jesus and everything that he gives us access to, our heavenly father, amen. God bless. Thanks for listening to our Impact Online podcast. We release a new episode every week and you can access all our podcasts and videos via our website. Visit impactchurch.me for lots of extra resource. We'll see you next time at Impact Online.